Costello, Costello, come over here. What were you doing in that department store? I just bought my Uncle Mike a pound of peanut brittle. Uh, you mean peanut brittle? No, peanut brutal. <laughs> He's got no teeth in his brutal. Oh. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of excitement in that store, Costello. What happened? Well, Annie Claus, he kept running up and down the stairs. You should have seen him. Up and down the stairs. Why? Well, he had to. His beard was caught in the escalator. <laughs> Did you buy anything besides the peanut brittle? Yes. My Uncle Mike is wearing a tuxedo Christmas Eve, so I bought him a new shirt. Stiff? Sure, he'll be hired in a kite. <laughs> Did you buy anything else? Well, I got a piece of mistletoe to hang on my nose. You're going to hang a piece of mistletoe on your nose? Oh, sure. This year I'm going to have a little fun on my own hook. <laughs> Did you buy a... Did you buy a present for your Aunt May? Yeah, I got her a case of soap chips. Why soap chips? Well, she lived in California all her life, and she's never had a white Christmas. I... <laughs> Did you go to the policeman's ball last night? Yes, but I didn't have a very good time. Why not? None of the policemen would dance with me. <laughs> so I left and I went to the Burbank Theater. They got a beautiful girl basketball player that comes out on the stage, and she immediately takes the basketball. Now, wait, 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 wait a minute, Costello. That's not a girl basketball player. You saw a bubble dancer. I thought it was funny she never dropped that ball. Keep quiet, Costello. Now, that's enough from you. Give my friend here a chance at the microphone. Come on, Costello. I'm back. Take those bicycle clips off your trousers. Did you ride your bicycle to the studio again today? Yes. It's very dangerous. Oh, it ain't as dangerous as being a pedestrian. It's getting so bad that even us Boy Scouts can't help old ladies across the street anymore. But we figured out a system. What do you do? We round up all the old ladies on one corner, and then we send for Tom Brenneman. Uh... <laughs> now, Costello, don't make fun of Tom Brenneman. <laughs> He's got quite an influence on the ladies. You're telling me? My Aunt May has gotten to so many of his broadcasts, she won't let my Uncle Mike sit down at the breakfast table unless she's wearing a woman's hat. <laughs> Mike still plays the washed up with Spike Jones's band. It's a sad case, Abbott. No. Mike Jones had to get rid of him. Why? Success went to his head. He sold his washed up and bought a Bendix. <laughs> what is your Uncle Mike doing now? Well, he drives in the midget auto races. Is uh, Mike a fast driver? Abbott, I drove down the highway with him Sunday, and we were going so fast, the Burma shave signs were lathering up Dr. Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Your Uncle Mike Mike is wackier than you are. I can't understand how your Aunt May married him. Abbott, the day they got married, Uncle Mike was drugged. Your Aunt May drugged him? Yes, she drugged him all the way to the church. (laughs) And then drugged him right up to the altar. It was a beautiful wedding. They had a double ring ceremony. A double ring ceremony? Yeah, my Uncle Mike slipped the ring on her finger, and my Aunt May slipped one through his nose. <laughs> right after the wedding, Uncle Mike put his foot down. He said, May, the one that wears the pants in this family will handle the money. Well, how did it work out? You know, my Aunt May looks mighty nice and slack. No. <laughs> Your Uncle Mike and Aunt May are quite a couple. Uh, have they got any children, Lou? Oh, sure. Last year they had triplets. Triplets? Boys are going. Well, well, one was a boy and one was a girl, but they never found out what the third one was. When it was three days old, it flew away. I... <laughs> so long, Abbott. I'm going over to the hospital to visit my Uncle Mike. Mike? Mike in, is in the hospital? Mm-hmm. Why, only last night I saw him at Zero's with a blonde. So did my Aunt May. I... <laughs> Brother, did she hit him? I don't blame her. She hit him with provocation. Yes, she hit him again. What was that? She hit him with provocation. She did not. She hit him with a chair. No, no. I'm talking about provocation. Provocation made her hit him with a chair. Provocation may have made her hit him with a chair, but biting his ear off was her own idea. 
Why do they always fight? Why, why can't they be like me and my wife? When we feel an argument coming on, I go out in the yard and cool off. Yes, and you haven't been in a house in 20 years. Now I found out how you get that can. Never mind that. That's not true, Costello. My wife and I are very happy. Ours is a real smash-up romance. Yes, you're a wreck and she's built like a tow truck. Not a... How dare you ridicule married. <laughs> you. You don't even know what a husband is. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after a nerve has been killed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know what's the matter with you? You're afraid to get married. I am not. All right. What would you do if a beautiful blonde came along and proposed to you? I'd get a marriage license and marry her. Suppose a beautiful redhead came along and proposed to you. I'd get a marriage license and marry her. And if a beautiful brunette came along, I'd get a marriage license and marry her. Wait a minute. Where are you getting all those marriage licenses? The same place you're getting all the girls. I... <laughs> Dummy, you never tried to get married. I did, too. I once wrote to the Lonely Heart Club. I said I wanted to marry somebody with hair like mine, and I enclosed the lock of my hair. And what happened? I got letters from two Cocker Spaniels. <laughs> oh, Sam, please. Look, how is your romance coming with Susan Miller? I think she wants to see me in a bathing suit. What makes you think that? Every time I ask her to go out with me, she tells me to go jump in a lake. <laughs> Hello, boy. Well, it's Susan, Susan Miller. With me tonight, I'll make love to you like Napoleon made love to Cleopatra. Costello! Cleopatra and Napoleon lived a thousand years apart. What's the difference as long as they loved each other? <laughs> After all, Susan, you're making a mistake by not going out with me. Remember, Christmas is coming. Oh, Costello. Darling, I hadn't thought of that. Now you've got it. Susan, I got an idea. How would you like a diamond ring, a diamond necklace, and a me coat? You've got all those things for me? No, but I've got the idea. <laughs> Tell her that's no way to talk to Susan. You're nothing but a fat, slippery, thought-off little ignoramus. Who's little? I'm just as big an ignoramus as you are. <laughs> no wonder Susan won't go out with you. You never offer to do anything for her. Susan, if you will let me take you home tonight, I'll help you solve all your problems. But I haven't got any problems. And I haven't taken you home yet. <laughs> oh, goodbye. I don't blame Susan Miller for turning you down. Every night in the week, you're out with a different girl. You're wrong, Abbott. I only go out with six girls. Six girls? I take Sunday off. Monday, I go with Mabel. Tuesday, I go with Rose. Wednesday, I go with Amy. Thursday, I go with Ruth. Friday, I go with Betty. And Saturday, I go with Clara. And Sundays, I take off. Hello, Mr. Costello. There goes my Sunday off. 
I tell if you put your money in the bank, you wouldn't be able to go out with girls. Now, I'm taking you to the bank right now, and you're going to open the savings account with that $10. Put your money in the bank, in the bank, in the bank. Put your money in the bank and draw interest. Now, let's go in. Abbott, this bank ain't honest. Look at that sign. Assets, $4 million. Well, how does that make that make them dishonest, Lou? My mother put $7 in that bank yesterday. Why didn't they change that sign? Now, tell her this is a fine bank. See that man coming this way? He's the president. That dopey-looking guy is the president? Certainly. What happened to Truman? <laughs> Them Republicans have probably got him standing in for Eddie Dutton. Oh. Quiet, Costello. Here he is. Well, well. Mr. Abbott, say, who dragged this oversized piggy bank in here? Oh, pardon me. That's Costello. Uh, Costello wants to put some money in the bank. Fine, fine. Now, where would you like to put it, Costello? Checking account? Savings account? Or the vault? Did I have that last thing again? Vault? Vault. Surely you know about our vault. Well, I don't vault very well, but if you want to dance, let's Jimmy. Uh, thank you, Melonhead. Costello wants to open a savings account. Fine. In that case, we'll have to fill out a new depositor's card. Here we are. Now, first, your name. Lou Costello. How do you spell Costello? Now, let's see now. C-O-S. C-O-S. C. C-O. Just put down Jones. <laughs> All right. Now, how do you spell Jones. Let Jones worry about that. My name is Costello. Now, look, look. We'll have to have your name. It's the rules of the bank. Now, in case something goes wrong, the money goes to your next of kin. Now, tell me your name so I can tell your mother. My mother knows my name. All right. How much money have you got to deposit? I got ten one-dollar bills. Okay, hand it over here and I'll count it. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's only eight dollars here. Eight? Wait a minute. There must be some mistake here. I'll count it. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's only six. Six? Hand it back here, Rabbit. I'll count it again. One, two, three, four. There's only four dollars here. Wait a minute. Let me count it. It won't last another trip. <laughs> Look, I want to deposit ten dollars. Now, I only got four. That's all right. You can put up security for the other six dollars. Now, about security, do you have a car or jewelry? Or does anyone in your house have a fur coat? Only my Airedale, but I don't think he's your size. <laughs> well, in that case, I'll accept the $4. Congratulations. You are now one of our depositors. Now, when you walk into the bank, Costello, you can put up a big front. How do I do that? In your case, walk in backwards. Costello, <laughs> you're now on the road to success. Remember, to become rich, you must save your money. You've got to be thrifty. Thrifty? You've got to be economical. Economical? Parsimonious. Parsimonious? You don't know the meaning of failure. I don't know the meaning of parsimonious. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my money, Melon. But you came in here as one of our depositors, Costello. If you take your money back, you'll go out of here as one of our withdrawers. I'll go out like what? With drawers, with drawers. I hope so. I came in here with them. Without that, Costello, don't withdraw your money. Remember, you're putting it in the bank so you won't spend it on girls. Oh, girls. Don't, Costello. You squander your money on girls, do you? How long has this been going on? When did you start going with girls? As soon as I found out that I wasn't one. <laughs> Ah, 
Enough of this nonsense, Your money stays here, and Banker Melonhead is going to handle your financial affairs. I certainly will handle your financial affairs. Costello, here's how I'll do it. First, I will calculate your fiscal remuneration. Next, I will deflate your budget by taking a terrific slice out of your monetary millennium. After that, I'll compound your defensors, clip your coupons, and then I will stretch your capitalized assets until your amortization covers your inflated fiduciary encumbrances. You wouldn't dare. And now here is Vivica Susan Millie with the Les Baxter singer. It's gonna be something Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, Costello, now that you've got a bank account... Why don't you ask the president of the network for, for a raise? I asked him for a raise our first week, and he said, Don't worry, we'll take care of you. Just play ball with it. I asked him again the second week. What did he say? Just play ball with it. Then I asked him again the third week. Mm, what did he say then? Just play ball with it. Well, uh, are you going to get the raise? No, but I'm getting to be a heck of a ball player. I... <laughs> well, if you do get the raise and save the money, you'll wind up with a bankroll. With the money they're paying me, I'd be lucky if I wind up with a tootsie roll. <laughs> but I made a smart investment habit. I just bought 40,000 1946 calendars for three bucks. Why, you Dummy, 1946 calendars are worthless. 1946 is gone. Yeah, but if it ever comes back, brother, will I be rich? <laughs> but are you sure you put all the money you had in that bank? Well, no, I really got another $100, but don't worry, it's in the safest place in the world. Where is that? Stocking? That's a safe place? Sure, I can always keep my eye on it, but I can't get my hands on it. <laughs> he, uh, she keeps it right over her knee. It's a joint account. I... 
But I'm going to ask Susan to give it back to me. Why? Because she's been wearing them new long skirts that don't draw no interest. I... You keep your money in the bank. No Christmas shopping. You understand? I did my shopping yesterday, Abbott. And with them stores crowded. Did you get pushed around? Pushed around? Wow. I bought a gift at the May Company and I had to get it wrapped at Bullock's. I got my change at Nancy's department store. Left by the way of Magnus. Found out I had the wrong package. And the only place I could exchange it was Eastern Columbia, Broadway at night. <laughs> so you've been spending money on girls again, eh? I suppose you have a date tonight with that uh, redhead from Glendale. I don't go with her no more, Abbott. Every time we park in my car, she try to start something. What? The car. <laughs> tonight I'm taking out a new girl. She thinks I'm a great football player. Costello, why do you always try to deceive the girls? You, you'll never get away with it. Bluffing people that you can play football. Why not? Stanford University has been doing it all season. Well, <laughs> Stella, I'm going to take you to a psychiatrist and see if he can cure you from continually pretending to be something you're not. My Uncle Mike went to one of them guys. My Uncle Mike, he used to think he was a St. Bernard dog. Is he cured? No, but he's much better. Now he thinks he's only a Pekingese. Right. <laughs> Abbott, no. you ain't taking me no, to no psychiatrist. Yeah, no, 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 Costello. Look, he won't hurt you. Are you afraid? No. Are you a coward? No. Are you a sissy? No. Now, let's try it with my answer. <laughs> oh, come on. We're going to visit that psychiatrist right now. Costello tells enormous blank to his girls of every type. So Abbott thought it would be white to have him psychoanalyze. Well, here's, here's the uh, psychiatrist's office. Costello, come on. Let's go in. Ah, gentlemen, sit right down. Now, look at Abbott. I'm getting out of here. Now, look at that guy. He's got a big lump on his head. Oh, you notice the lump on my head, eh? I got it last night playing piggyback with my three-year-old niece. Playing piggyback with your three-year-old niece? Yes, I fell off her back. Oh. <laughs> That's nothing. I once had my nose broken in three places. <laughs> well, what did you do about it? I'm staying out of those three places. <laughs> Costello, you remind me of a patient of mine, a traffic cop. Gives everybody tickets. Gives tickets for no reason at all. Well, wouldn't he be considered crazy? Not in California, he wouldn't. <laughs> and last night, he gave his wife a ticket at the dinner table just for parking the butter too near the ketchup. He was right. She was in a red zone. <laughs> you know, some screwy... Yes, indeedy. Some screwy cop gave me a ticket this morning just because I stuck something in the back of another guy's car. What was it? The front of my car. Ah, uh, we're getting no place, uh, Professor. Uh, you can say that again. Yes, I'm, I'm saying it. Can you cure Costello of going out with girls? I think so. I'll give him something that'll make him too tired to go out with girls. Here, walk over to this drugstore and get this prescription pill. Mmm. Joe's Drugstore, Dayton, Ohio. Will, uh, will the medicine make you too tired to go out with girls? Oh, the medicine's no good, but that walk ought to knock you out. <laughs> Professor, Costello's trouble is that he hands these girls such a terrific line that they all fall for him. Well, in that case, I'll have to probe his mind. Now, Costello, lay down on that rubber life raft. I'm having my couch reupholstered. That's right. Now tell me, just what do you say to these girls? Well, every Monday night, I call on Pepsi Tinfoil. I go to her. <laughs> Look in your official uniform. 
could you lie like that? Just for your information, you haven't given me an introduction to your mutual friend. <laughs> it sounds like she's been gargling with such cleanser. <laughs> Tessie, my love, may I present Fireman Abbott of the Hook and Ladder Division? And if he don't stop hooking ladders, I'm going to fire him out of the division. Oh, Tessie, you're so dutiful and so beautiful. Oh, Tessie, it's all in the game. Just yesterday, I was sitting in the firehouse, and an alarm came in from a movie theater. Yes? It was three minutes to six. I jumped in my car, flew across town, 90 miles an hour to get to that movie theater. Why'd you go so fast? I wanted to get there before the prices changed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so you must be a sensational driver. Oh, I don't like to brag, but Saturday I was sitting on the top of the hook and ladder steering. The driver was pulling me along at 90 miles an hour. Suddenly at Hollywood and Vine, he made a right turn. And I made a left turn. What happened? It was the first time that pedestrians were knocked off all four corners at the same time. Well, Kiki, I must make my departure. Your life is very picturesque and popular. Tessie, I'm glad I met you. <laughs> well, I consider myself very fortunate to have met up with you. <laughs> uh, well, you see, Professor, that's what happened with Tessie Tinfoil. Very interesting. And now, Chief uh, Costello, what other girls have you fooled? Well, on Tuesday night, I go to see Honey Child Lee. She's a lovely little girl, and she... <laughs> Honey style, you all. Well, pone my cone, pone and jolting in my shouting and bread if it ain't Colonel Costello. <laughs> Colonel Costello, this is terrible. Colonel, who else your common friend? Honey child, this is my Effie Boone companion, <laughs> Major Abbott. As soon as he drinks eight or five more mint juleps, he all will be a full colonel. Funny man, you ought to pull my little old leg. No, I ain't, but that's a fine little old idea, and I'm a. Oh, Colonel, honey, is there anything new happening downtown? Oh, yeah, quite a scandal down in Birmingham. Somebody stole a bronze suit off the statue of Stonewall Jackson, left him standing there in his DVDs. Oh, that's terrible. It's a disgrace to the South, a Southern general standing there in a Union suit. <laughs> You see, Professor, he hands out a different line to each girl. Very interesting. Now, Colonel, I mean Costello, what other girls have you been taught in? Tell them about Cleo Smith. Well, Cleo thinks I'm a big used car dealer. Kurt the Jerk. <laughs> Kurt the Jerk? Yeah, he's the guy that sells the cars to Madman Munch. Uh, by the way, Costello, I see you have a picture of Lassie on the back of your watch. Don't tell me you've been going out with Lassie. That's the saddest case of all. She thinks I'm rinsed in skin. And now, Costello, in order to cure you, I must know everything. Are there any more girls you haven't told me about? No, sir. Are you sure? Professor, would I lie? Professor, can you do anything for Costello? I'll start the treatment tomorrow. Goodbye, and give your name to my secretary on the way up. There's the uh, professor's secretary. 
My, she's pretty. Miss, I'm the new patient. And, um... Well, Governor Costello, how are things in Idaho? I've been mighty, mighty busy. All right, come on, come on. 